0: Can you say, yeah, baby.
1: baby? Baby. Yeah. Baby. And the only way I can explain it is, it's kind of like someone doing the dishes in your tummy. You can oh, feel. Oh my god! Oh my Jake.
0: god! Please, let me say that, again. Can you describe it like someone,
1: that? Well, the midwife said it oh, to me. Oh my and When god. you actually are doing it, you're like, oh, it's totally like that. It's not painful. I know it's what not I'm not marrying about to
0: Welcome to Overdrinks, your new favorite podcast with the sisters you didn't know you needed. Okay, we're back. And guess who's in the building? Jay! I'm back! Welcome, guys. I'm really Thanks, excited guys.
1: about this. I have the biggest smile
0: on my face Me right too! Now. This <laughs> is
1: how
0: it's supposed to be.
1: Yeah. It's good to be back, team. Yeah.
0: Good to be back. Well, let's jump straight into it. So, what have you missed the most?
1: What have I missed the most?
0: What was your favorite episode while you've been away?
1: Oh god. Um, like just from my mat leave or all up? You can do both if you want. Okay. All up I've loved faith's one. My fave. All like I think that's a lot of people's faves. Yeah. And then I love the answer or drink one that you just did recently. Oh, the last. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the
0: second last episode. Yeah. Reason
1: being it was like kind of like a fun, different way of like getting to know you guys. I don't mm. know. Yeah.
0: Like, well, I guess they were like such random questions random that questions, you would really and, ask. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah.
1: funny, different. I don't know. Like, cause we've done lots of get to know us kind of yeah. ones, but it was like a different way. I don't know. I liked mm. it. I oh, liked that oh, one. Fun. I had heaps funny. of fun
0: recording that I just left in the best mood. Oh my God. It was so fun. Mm. And you kept saying like, I think I the cut out a lot of it, it. But, Yeah. Yeah, was <laughs> yeah, like I'm having so okay. much fun. <laughs> so we're going away this weekend for a weekend away, so it should be exciting and hopefully we'll have some stories for when we get back. But yeah. Jay why can't you be coming with why us? Are <laughs> you coming, Jade? I
1: have had my baby. Yay!
0: Yay. And, and tell us all
1: about it. So it's a little boy, first yeah. of all, little Hudson. Hudson, beautiful. Um, He's nearly actually four weeks old. He'll be four weeks tomorrow. Oh, Oh my God. That's exciting. exciting. That's gone so quickly. So when this comes
0: out, he'll be like nearly five weeks.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he'll be, I think, a month old when this comes out. Mm. Wow.
0: Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, so yeah, crazy. The first. So what we're going to do this whole episode is basically going to be us asking Jay questions yeah. uh, that we have no idea about. <laughs> mm. Questions about her pregnancy, her birth, um, all of that fun mm-hmm. stuff about being a mom, a mum of. Th- she did do it. You know how we three said, guys, it might be three under three. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was for three under three. Yeah, for a week.
1: A <laughs> week exactly.
0: But we'll get into that soon. Mm-hmm. Before we get into any of that, mm-hmm. let's have a little catch-up chat.
1: So obviously, I've been listening to the podcast every week, and I have to go over a few things with you
0: guys. <laughs> yeah, you've missed a, a lot, a lot of crazy yeah, things. Yeah,
1: but like I've missed a lot on the podcast. But I feel like we haven't been catching up on just yeah. like regular stuff. I guess that's because we do it through here yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um, but we have to go over your March Madness <laughs> situation. Oh yeah, the recap. <laughs> okay, so what? <laughs> with the guy leaving the voice hell on your phone. Oh, what the hell was that? Uh, God. I can't. Honestly. You're lucky
0: you didn't hear it. You would absolutely lose your mind.
1: Oh, well, cuz I once I caught up on it. I asked her and she was like do you want want me to play it? And I was like, absolutely not. I've just had a child. Yeah, seriously. No one wants me to play it for them, which is
0: really surprising. Your ears will no longer be pure. Yeah, so that was fucked up. I mean, like I said, it's just... (laughs)
1: I just don't understand what makes you I know,
0: I know. Like that. It was disgusting. Did
1: he think that you were going to be like, oh, he's mine? Yeah, well, like that's so oh, dumb. Yeah. yeah, or
0: someone back Ew. maybe? I don't know. That's oh. what I mean,
1: like he's oh, mine. Oh, or oh, like, turning inside out. He's my one.
0: <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, oh, <laughs> he's my version. Here. Yeah. Right, I think he's like, <laughs> he's mine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's mine. That's my type of guy. I on. thought he said that of us too. Oh, no. Lol. Here. Lol, yeah, so that was disgusting. You're lucky you missed out on that because actually you were meant to be with us but you um had like an appointment. when or we showed ellie you were meant to be with us the oh, episode that ellie record sure. yeah recorded with us and if you were there you would have heard it i ended up having chance. the appointment
1: and then the baby the next day yeah speaking
0: of it... ellie as well she actually just gave birth to she you. just had her baby a little girl so we're She's already in the mix of planning half... them up yeah three
1: and a half weeks apart mm. they will celebrate their birthdays together and their wedding <laughs> yes. another thing that we have to talk about is this cult oh, oh my, my god oh yeah
0: so you weren't even in the cult episode no, that was god. ages ago i looked
1: back and i haven't been uh, the last one that i was in was you setting up your dating profile yeah. but then i had a little break before that member because yeah. i was having lots of appointments or something and your like back that was would, bad oh that's right yeah yeah, yeah. And so I was having to do heaps of appointments. So I've looked back and I was like, "Oh my god, there's so many I missed out on." But that cult. Yeah.
0: Oh, speaking of, I really feel like the little bars from the cult. <laughs> I actually the last I really time- feel like those little bastards. <laughs> <laughs> in another episode. They really calls out again. <laughs> last time we saw them, it felt that like was, they were um, I felt like they knew. Yeah, they were they usually so overwhelmingly lovely. And they were quite short and snappy with me. And then they were, like, staring at us. When like, we walked away. We walked past. They were, like, looking oh, at each other talking about us. Yeah, but right. it could just be because we're amazing. They were like, oh, those are those over-drinks girls, that. right?
1: <laughs> and one episode I found very interesting was the Love Languages. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, what's the other one Attachment called? Attachment styles. Attachment styles, yeah. So I thought I'd jump on and do my own. Yay. Yes, Jade. Yeah. Okay. So she hasn't want... told us her results either. No. So, so let's go. Um, so mine is words of affirmation. Your love, is langu- your love languages. languages. Yes. What's your percentage? 37. Nice. Okay, yeah. Then... That's exactly
0: was mine, I think. Yeah. Thirty-seven. Was that? Yeah.
1: Then I'm 23% physical touch, which I'm so surprised about. No,
0: I'm not surprised by that at all. Is that your second highest? Yes. You're very affectionate. That makes oh, sense. Okay. Oh, I just said that I thought you'd be higher.
1: Oh, okay. Mm. And 100% physical 17% touch. 17% is acts of service. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. surprised by that as well. Can I
0: also say... Just analysing all of this relationships. Relationships change. Yes. It. I was going to so say that you being in a situation right now with three children that makes total sense because this is so different from
1: how it was before. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I did that, it before I had kids, so yeah. I just find this very interesting. Then 17% is receiving gifts. Yeah. I feel really sad about this, but 7% is quality time. Well, once again, (laughs) you're probably so
0: time poor having three kids. So that's not something, that's not the way that you feel love. You've learned to feel love in other ways, not in spending quality time that you like rarely get. It'd be quite sad, actually, if quality time was your number one and and you've got three kids. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's that's so interesting. I thought
1: that was interesting because... I actually want to try and find it because I'm sure I've sent it to you. But this is, like, completely different to how it was. Yeah. Wow. You find it we'll or talk the difference. Mm-hmm. I, I also think as well because it's not
0: just about your romantic partner mm-hmm. and being a mum and it's it's not just how you feel love but how you – Oh, Hudson's cooing. How, it's not just how you feel love but it's how you show love as well. Yeah. And being a mum of three kids, you oh, you always get them – pre Like, their playroom is ridiculous. Like, you yeah. always get them presents Spoiling and stuff and you them. love that. Yeah, so – that makes sense.
1: It is interesting. And then what about your attachment style? My attachment style is
0: so I'm. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting worse. They're It's like the movie Birds. Hmm. Please ignore right. the family of cockatoos outside.
1: Well, we do back out onto the um, what's that called? The national bush, park. The national Reserve. park. Kind of thing. Um, anyway, we have black cockatoos that fly over. They're my oh, favorite. So yeah. cool. I've not um, seen one did you know,
0: close- this is um, a weird fact, but you can sell them for $150,000. So we should catch oh. them. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. A new side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> the ones with the black in their okay. tail.
1: I just want my own home. Guess how oh, <laughs> I caught black cockatoos. She rocks up. She's got
0: like 15 on her arms. Um, would you have to sell them on the black market though? 100%. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You just going to put them up on bicep
0: sale. <laughs> $150,000, go. <laughs> starting from It's like a live auction. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, back to this. Um, so I got 60% is secure. Mm-hmm. Nice. 179 is avoidant, dismissive. 17.9% is anxious and 3% disorganized. Ooh, ah, that's very good result. It's good that you got that
0: one low. That's really good. You got the highest percentage of secure.
1: Mm. Out of all
0: three of us. Yeah. I also have to say um, when I did that test, I actually had done it a while ago and had my results. So I haven't done that again recently. So I want to do it again and see if oh, they're slightly different. But you
1: cheated. You didn't do it.
0: No, I did do it when I had, when I'm talking like maybe six to eight months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah right. That's still quite a long time ago. should do it again yeah. and see.
1: Because I want to say, I want to, let's do that. Let's report back. Yeah. Mm. Let's bring them up and see. Because I thought it was it also change. interesting because you were saying um, in it that you can change your attachment style. Yes. And quite clearly, we are living proof of that, right? If that's that's a higher result than we've had before. Yeah. When you guys were doing the questions in Uh, last week's episode. Oh, yeah. The the card game. yeah. Yeah. And you were trying to read out half horse. <laughs> half belong. house. I'm sure I've got. Oh no, I, I wouldn't know. have. This I right. must be
0: reading this wrong. She's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, oh, top okay. half house, bottom half house. Because the way <laughs> so she does ask ask her, you asked that question. Would you prefer having sex with someone that's top half house, <laughs> or bottom <laughs> half house, and what would that look like? I don't know why. So I if, if it's top that. half, top half house, house for the shore, because be what would a be a the roof. bottom
1: half house? The doorway, doorway the doorknob oh my I'm god i'm just long. picturing one of those like classic like as you would draw like a triangle yeah and then the square yes. at the bottom with just the door <laughs> would you if it was brad pitt's
0: face but a bottom half house and you had to have sex with a doorknob i'd just make do? out with brad pitt's face yeah yeah but Pitt's mean, face is pretty good pitt's pace is what i just said <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god oh god there'd be a thousand things that i could talk about now but i just looking <laughs> to say I that know. i would do to Pitts <laughs> <laughs> and that doorknob <laughs> no but i feel That's like number three all of the little standouts king. would have to be when you're like listening to them and i'd have to go yeah the uh, and right. write them down yeah we're pretty funny hey? but the fresh ones that are in my mind they're the things that stood out i love it but oh, um, i love it well, time, we're glad obviously. to have you back and yes. i'm
0: keen to have you back more regularly now No.
1: Little Hudson can just come along for the ride. I know. Well, he's actually actually present right now. He's in the room with us,
0: but. He's bouncing around. (laughs) Yeah, he's pretty chill. All right, bitches, let's get into it. Yes, let's. So, before we start with the questions, Mm -hmm. what are we drinking today, guys? All right, we're at Jade's, and we all know her favourite drink is the Aloha Blend by Moody. So, we're sipping on one of that. Yeah. One of that. One of those. Some of that. We thought we'd go non-alcoholic today because Jade still has to be careful when she's breastfeeding and yes. everything, and she's got to pick her moments. Yeah, we sure do. And we just thought it's really wholesome. We're at hers, wholesome environment right now. We're in view of the playroom. I like, just you think, can hear Hudson cooing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> of it's called? Slamming margaritas probably is the right vibe. Great
1: <laughs> shot of tequila. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe we should next time. <laughs> All right. Cheers, girls. Cheers. Okay. Let's get into the questions, Jadana. Okay. What is the process of having a cesarean like?
1: So with a cesarean, there's elective and then there's obviously emergency. I've obviously had elective every For single offering. time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that... But they advised you to get cesareans, right? Yeah. With. Um, with my first, Ollie, I was advised because he was supposed to be, like, a really, really big baby, mm-hmm. um, or like, over four kilos. That's right. And what about that? Yeah. so They, they were, did all those tests
0: to work mm, out. Yeah. yeah.
1: The um, scans and things. And the, it's, it's a really rough kind of guide, so you sh- should kind of take it with a bit of a grain of salt. But mm. anyway, they were very, very strong about it and said that he had a very high risk of getting stuck um, with oh, me giving just birth naturally. Want. Ouch. And being my first child and not really knowing much about it, I obviously just went with what they were saying. But now speaking to my private OBGYN, he said that he would never have got me to do that. I should have had a natural birth the first time. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, because unless they're like over four and a half kilos, it's not really a high chance. And you have to be 100% sure that they're like over that to make you go in and have a cesarean. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Like I had a really good birth. Um, but yeah, so you book in with them for a certain date. Wow, that rain's really picking yeah. up. outside. that. Yeah. Sorry so if for you guys can hear it in the background. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. So you book in. Um, So you book in with your doctor. Um, mine was with Ollie very, very rushed. And last minute, I went in on a Friday and ended up having him on the Monday. So a lot of the time, you'll have a lot more, more time in advance of knowing when you're going to have a cesarean. Mm. But you book in for a day. You go, go into the hospital hospital go down the hospital hospital, hospital hospital it's not a hospital around here it's hospital. <laughs> um no you go down and then you're you there enough it, it's, <laughs> <so> <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually like a hotel funny, boy. Funny bloody, bloody story though i went in for an appointment just recently at the and hospital. she was at the hospital and she was like jay um baby number two and i was like no three and she's like three you've had three babies here <laughs> she was like i remember seeing you for your first and she's like i must have missed the second one and she's like i think you must be the only person in this hospital to have ever had three babies here oh my god oh like the hospital genuinely. is brand new it's, and it was brand new when it was ollie brand was born. new when i had ollie yeah. like they had only been open a couple months oh my Mark, god, cause totally. it was all those TV oh, TV.
0: Yeah. Were. like other than triplets or twins and stuff i wonder if yeah. there was some like record that you broke
1: <laughs> we'd have to look into it guys Lol, that would <laughs> be so let do perfectly. it um no anyway so you book in with your doctor you go on the day then you go down into theater and they prep you and stuff they walk you through like what you're about to do because mm-hmm. they kind of wait to do that last minute because i think it is quite a lot to kind of take in mm. and they don't want to like freak you out and then you go into the actual theater on your own your partner has to stay out in the waiting room is that oh, because wow. of covid or is that no that's the way it is. that's the way it is uh, they just don't. From what I've been told, they don't get them in to do the spinal because it's quite a procedure that you have to be really concentrating on. Like it can go wrong a lot of the time. Okay. Um, so, like you have to be in this really crouched over position and stuff while they're Is doing that a it. spinal tap. Uh, spinal block. Spinal block. Okay. Spinal
0: tap. of band. Yeah, but I thought that was named after. <laughs> it Maybe spinal it's type. another name for it. I've never known it as. Actually, block. that's what the band was named after. <laughs> yeah. What is spinal block again? So
1: it pretty much just shuts off the whole feeling of. For me, it's always been from like my boob down. Okay. So you can't feel anything. Wow. And it's the weirdest. Even thing. your feet. You can't... F- <laughs> <laughs> what? what about <laughs> your knees? <laughs> you
0: can't feel the feet. <laughs> well, because you said boobs down. I just assumed it would be like boobs to your stomach, to like your no, knees. No, you can't move they-
1: your legs. You can't move your feet. You can't move anything. Wow. are oh, like, like claustrophobic? Um, I don't let myself think about it because no. I'm sure it <laughs> would. Oh. She's a pregnancy the queen. No, She's I just think that you point. just... If you start thinking about that, it could no, get pretty like, totally. overwhelming, yeah. so I don't. Um, but... You have to get into this um, position and having a big belly. It's the weirdest thing because you've got you've got a pillow like under your arms and you're resting like your arms mm. over the pillow. And then you have to push out your spine. But because you've got this giant belly with a baby in it, you're like uh. trying to – it's just the weirdest, most uncomfortable <laughs> position. And um, that takes quite a while. Like that's like a half an hour procedure, just that. Really? Yeah, because they've got to make sure they get the right spot. They give you a general uh, – not a general. Localised? Local, yeah, local anesthetic. Is that what it's called? Where you just can't. <laughs> I'm.
0: Do they give you a
1: Iron Maiden? <laughs> you're looking at me Listen so confident that you're Iron like, no, maiden, no. whatever baby. it is that it kind of just numbs the area before a spinal. Yeah. Anyway. I'm
0: just throwing out words until yeah, I've no, heard on TV. i not Like yeah. Anyway
1: um and they give you that first and then they give you the spinal and it's the weirdest thing your legs just start going warm all of a sudden because it's like oh. it's starting to work and then they help you put your legs like up and then you're like numb anyway and so you lay down and they're like getting everything prepared and then you've got to put your arms out on like these two tables because they've got like the um blood pressure monitor it's going so intense. <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh, this is what i've never thought about but steve's like Do it's I, the most how? traumatizing thing to walk into he's yeah. like the love of your life is laying on this bed, like looks like so strapped vulnerable. down, yeah. like you're. Well, you're not A mental down. patient. <laughs> <arms are> <laughs>
0: and then they get the straps the strap, out. They strap your <laughs> arms to the and table. Then They just tear <laughs> open your belly <laughs> <laughs> with the bed, and yeah. this screaming thing comes out. Oh God,
1: no! And then they get them in really quickly, and then they put this big curtain up, like from your chest mm. kind of thing, so you can't see obviously the procedure. You can opt to actually watch it happen. No thanks. Me personally, I don't want to be like aware of what's happening and then it happens pretty good like it all starts pretty quickly like they obviously let you know that they're starting to cut through um nice. in the least gross way um, but they're really through. good They kind of talk to you about what's going on In really medical terms that, So it's not like gross mm. like, But it's like letting you know what's going on And the only way I can explain it Is it's kind of like someone doing the dishes in your tummy You can oh, feel my god, Oh my god my god! Please Why
0: never say that. You know, you it like Someone. That?
1: Well the midwife said it oh, To me my And then when god. you actually are doing it You're like oh it's totally like that It's not painful I know it's what not I'm nightmaring about to But it's just like <laughs> this weird feeling like, yeah. it's just the weirdest feeling. Really.
0: Wow. And then. That sounds so
1: weird. All of a sudden they're like, okay, do you want to see your baby? And like, it's literally so quick. Like, I couldn't believe how quick it was. Like how, 15 how minutes. Oh my God. I reckon. Wow. From start From when you lay down to when Ollie Amazing was born. There. And then Florence was even quicker. I think Florence was like eight minutes. Wow. And then he was quite long. Um, I think because there was just a bit more scar tissue um, oh, yeah, cause your third and home. then they just literally pull it pull the baby up and pull the curtain down and you just see your baby and oh, it's just the most incredible thing and it would have been extra
0: exciting this time because you found out the gender for both of your first children yeah. but you didn't for him so it was a, a surprise it was the Most,
1: I'm just so glad like it was the most incredible feeling like them pulling their child up and then Steve was like it's a boy and I just like looking at his face it was just we I all honestly, thought it was going to be a boy didn't we yeah the other, by the end it was I think because all of the sickness had started coming on and that usually happens with boys. Mm. And, and it was similar was to bit.
0: first pregnancy.
1: Um, so then they take the baby off to go measure and weigh it and everything like that. And then they bring it back over. And it's the weirdest thing because you're laying completely flat and you can't feel over half of your body. Yeah, you're, And you're like on this table, they give you your baby and you're like trying to hold it on your chest. So it's, when oh you do your first God.
0: breastfeeding, are your boobs numb? You can't feel it?
1: No, that is done in recovery. So, okay. I mean, I've only had that happen with Hudson, both of my other experiences, they went to the nursery, but with Hudson, you breastfeed, um, over in recovery. So you've yeah. kind of started to get, it's so quick how it happens too. like, mm. you're getting wheeled off into recovery and you're starting to feel your feet and stuff. Oh my, oh my God. God. Does so... it feel like pins and needles or it just comes back? Yeah. It's like, um, pins and needle, kind of, it's the weirdest sensation when it's starting to come back and then it like goes up your legs and you can start picking Jeez. up your legs. Like it's quite a cool, cool yeah. feeling. Um, but, yeah, so they come and bring the baby over. Um, unfortunately, Ollie didn't even get to – I had one little cuddle and they had to just take him off. He was quite sick. Um, and then Florence came to recovery with me and then a whole SWAT team came and she, like, stopped breathing. Like, she had a really bad problem with her breathing and then yeah, they took dick. her out to the NICU.
0: What's NICU for people that don't know?
1: Oh, sorry, the um, nursery ICU, so the nursery intensive care unit. They just call it a nursery to make it sound a little bit nicer. Yeah, <laughs> it does. You're like, they had to go straight to the nursery. Yeah. It sounds so <laughs> it just chill. Doesn't like, it doesn't sound for a little as aggressive yeah. like, as they're in an intensive care unit. But um, yeah, and so you go off to recovery and then you just get all like your vitals checked and everything and make sure you're responding well. It's really weird though. I've had like my spinal block has been really high and lasted really high for quite a long time after all three of them. Mm. Like my, I've been moving my legs and I still haven't been able to feel here. What oh. to this day? Yeah, what? no, to like just <laughs> to this day she still, can't, still can't feel, feel her boobs. Feel my neck boobs. <laughs> just Well, cuz you said that one of your recovery butt
0: cheeks was numb for yeah. a few days after.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, but um they do it with and it's the coolest thing. Um pain is the same sort of sensation as feeling cold. So oh. they have iced, and that's how they test how your spinal block is working. Wow. How cool is that? I found that the coolest That's thing. pretty cool. Yeah, so they check you in recovery and see how like far up your spinal block is. And for some reason, it's always just remained really high for ages. And they have to tick it off a certain point before you can actually go back up to your room. Oh, really? So that's why I've always been in recovery for quite a while. Um, always been completely fine, but just that's my only issue and then after that you get wheeled up to your room and then you kind of start your new little life with your fam yeah so that's a cesarean for you guys
0: love that (laughs) Wow. wow And what's the recovery process like? How long does it take?
1: So they say anywhere between four and six weeks. Um, I've been super, super lucky, as you guys yeah. know, with all three of mine. and you I make was, it look so easy. Seriously. Well, I was most worried about Hudson because they say each one you've it's got harder. more scar tissue and like the procedure is a little bit longer and your recovery is a little bit longer. But I feel like he's been my best one. I mean, I think it's a massive, like obviously sometimes there's complications and things like that and you don't have the option. But I think a lot of the time it's mind over matter a little bit like Mm. I just kind of tell myself even though I feel yucky the next day because you can't walk until the next day because you've got a catheter and all that type of stuff um but the next morning you get up and it's quite tender and you go and have a shower and stuff but I've kind of just always told myself well the best way to recover is to get up and get moving Mm. kind of thing so yeah it doesn't feel great but like I go for a little walk and stuff and make sure that I'm up moving as much as I physically can be. And I think that helps massively with my recoveries. I guess you, you have done it before. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, just off, but off my first one with Ollie, I was just really adamant about walking around the Mm. ward kind of thing um and they've always made like a huge point out of it the midwives they're like are you okay to be walking around this much and stuff like we don't usually see it, but like it's helped me like it massively has made my recoveries amazing, yeah so. weren't you going
0: for like big long exercise walks with mum like two weeks after having ollie or something like yeah that?
1: me and steve were doing long rave after two weeks i think wow and then me and mum were doing the lake walk wow. superwoman
0: over here all right what about the scar for a cesarean is it big is it noticeable is it hidden
1: no it's the most incredible thing i'll have to show you guys after this yeah i don't think i've ever properly showed you guys i think i saw it
0: once mm. with a bandage after all i definitely
1: think i've seen it actually now that I think about
0: it it's, it's low and it's smaller than it's i was expecting it's just
1: the most incredible thing like you wouldn't ever know a child has come out of that like, yes. like it That's just makes sense. me so confused yeah it's honestly like 10 maybe centimeters 10 centimeters maybe, yeah maybe at most like wow. it's tiny and it goes right across the top of your bikini line so that's lower than I thought for Puzzies some reason I was thinking that underwear would it used to cover. be but so it's, it's horizontal like, and it's yeah. just above your bikini line yeah Interesting. Below, just below so you never see it wow like literally whenever I'm in a bikini and stuff like you can't not that I wear a bikini often these days but if I were to you wouldn't be able to see it wow that's it's amazing that's good good to know yeah. Lots no, in those you, seas. Can, you can imagine
0: yeah i know that's that's my plan i would never i'd be way too scared to do i want to do cesarean is basically what i'm saying
1: i think a lot i'm of just people gonna get... go into it a lot um like don't actually think about the fact that it is major surgery though. yeah like you do have your whole tummy cut through like yeah hands, uh, and you, the and and female the body is made
0: to give birth birth and recover after whereas this is surgery yeah Yeah. this
1: is like you're going in and kind of stopping the natural way of it happening yeah that makes sense that's a good way of putting it yeah i mean i like like i said i'm really blessed with my deliveries and everything and i don't necessarily feel as upset towards the fact that i didn't get to have a natural birth like all like both of you know that i really wanted to do that Mm. but yeah, it is something that I don't think should be taken as lightly. As yeah, you guys often are like, yeah, let's go for a cesarean. I'm like, it's quite acting. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, like, I don't want to do either. I don't want to even get pregnant at all. Yeah. I'm going to 100% surrogate. have a surrogate all the way. Yeah, I won't be it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, yeah, that's a great idea. No. Yeah, you, know, you heard it recover. here first, guys. She said, I will be it. Kind yeah. Of the yeah, line. yeah. <laughs> All right, so you actually did, even though you had great births, great mm-hmm. babies, fell really easily. You had quite a few complications with your pregnancies. I sure did. All three times, right? Mm-hmm. So, Florence was all right, yeah,
1: but yeah, I was still sick. But so I like, yeah. still sick. <laughs> I still, still sick. I'm still still so sick.
0: So <laughs> you had with Hudson the most recent one. You had preeclampsia. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. What does it mean if you have preeclampsia? What are the symptoms and like dangers of it and stuff and what steps you have to take to manage it? Are you able to do anything about it or go no. with the flow?
1: Yeah. So preeclampsia, first of all, is the condition that affects some pregnant women usually during the second half of your pregnancy. Okay. So anywhere from around 20 weeks onwards.
0: And mom had it too. She had it really badly with me to chat with you guys as well.
1: Yeah. She had it really badly with you. That's why you were early. Um, and then she had it with me, but not so badly. And then I think it was just always monitored with you. Her blood pressure was up, but she never got the other symptoms. And I is think. it hereditary? It's not, but it's commonly seen. Like in like us three would have a higher chance of maybe having it because mum did. Yeah. But it doesn't mean, okay, but it right. doesn't mean that you will. I, I Does that make sense? It's how my doctors explained it, anyway. <laughs> Uh, the symptoms are high blood pressure, protein in your urine, and then swelling. Yeah. Protein in urine. Fun times. I've obviously had swelling through each one of my pregnancies. This is Lauren's yeah. favorite, favorite thing. Lauren's like, fact- I
0: don't care that you've got preeclampsia. Show me those baby feet. My,
1: wall- <laughs> my
0: wallpaper for about two months was jade's pregnant foot with a little fingerprinted? Um, fingerprinted <laughs> yeah. they look like actual baby feet Look,
1: lauren makes it a, a much funner time <laughs> yeah, she's like lauren look your favorite term. thing and videos it for me yeah. uh, does it go away immediately once you give birth so some women it does luckily for me i only had preeclampsia with hudson mm. um and it came out i think i had preeclampsia with ollie no, no that's all monitored oh. because yeah. i had the high blood pressure and the swelling but the protein in the urine which is the dangerous part and came. Amount. Right, good. What well, does protein your urine do? You're asking quite a few very medical questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, from what I'm aware, look- what part of the brain does that affect? <laughs> <laughs> so, for me, I know this might be really like stupid, and some people are probably the complete opposite. But for me, I just listen to what my doctor tells me and I don't go researching into what can happen. Lol
0: for all those COVID warriors out there that are like,
1: do your own research. Yeah, no, I don't know. Are it's, you going to listen to a doctor who's like, studied for this? No, no it's that's obviously the best like a very scary thing that is happening to you. And then if I go looking that my liver is going to shut down oh, my web and kidneys and like... like you know Terps. what I mean? I'd rather just be directed by what my doctor kind of says. Totally. That makes such sense. I don't, don't want to make it worse yourself. So I don't know what protein in your urine actually does. All I know is it's something that if you have that, then you've got preeclampsia. Okay. Um, so I'm not actually sure. So it sure. can be dangerous, but... It can be. Like all I know that it, preeclampsia can affect your liver and your kidneys as well. So it's... Uh, long term. Yeah. So it's actually quite a really dangerous disease. And unfortunately, some women actually only get it after giving birth. And then Oh, that's really? When, yeah. And that's when it's the most dangerous because the way to get over it, preeclampsia, is getting rid of your placenta.
0: Oh. So then you have to
1: be highly medicated and everything like that. I'm actually not too sure of how they actually get rid of it after birth yeah Um, but all i know is actually getting rid of your placenta is the way to get over it so gee willikers be scary if you were someone that got it after pregnancy that's for sure but yeah i literally woke up the next day and didn't have high blood pressure anymore i didn't have protein in my urine or anything like that literally the next day that's so good yeah it's incredible yeah did you eat your placenta No, (laughs) you turn it into capsules. I want to turn mine into capsules. Uh, Look, I was really, really into that before I had my pregnancy. All of your issues with it, yeah, I was probably do more harm than good. (laughs) Funnily enough, fun story for you guys. I think I have told you this, but my placenta was actually kept with Ollie to run tests on because I had such an interesting pregnancy. Oh my god, that's right. I didn't actually have that option. Everything that could
0: go wrong went wrong. So, like, I literally had everything.
1: Remember, I had that pups which only affects like a small amount of pregnant women. It's this horrendous rash that covers like your stomach. And it's just like, you can't not itch. it. It is the worst thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just had everything under the sun. Remember I had an allergic reaction to mosquitoes and my eyes like, sp-
0: Oh my God. God, God really, I really, yeah. Holly
1: really messed me up.
0: Wow. That's why when you had like a few things happen with Hudson, it was so hard for me to actually be like oh this could be dangerous no i cared but i was just kind of like no nah, it's gonna be okay because because it was always it was okay. always okay before oh, yeah. yeah i was just kind of like oh I no, think it's just, all right you got
1: through it before yeah even
0: though it doesn't mean that like it, it can't go can, dangerous yeah. yeah
1: i think it's just uh, we're very like that though we're just like positive yeah. until the end <laughs> <laughs> you still might come back and <laughs> <laughs> we saw a move we promise
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, tell the doctors <laughs> All right, what about gestational diabetes? Because you have that too. Um <laughs> that sound
1: like an absolute what brain. What about brain damage? <laughs> <laughs>
0: what were the symptoms for gestational diabetes? What were the dangers? And what steps did you have to take to manage it?
1: So um, gestational diabetes is a form of high blood sugar affecting pregnant women. So you just have way higher blood sugar ratings throughout gestational diabetes in pregnancy. And I actually had insulin resistance as well. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not funny. (laughs) But that came out to my knowledge only with Florence. But I think I actually had it with Ollie, but no dissing it. But I had a private little team on me for Florence because I was obviously quite scared after having, Ollie and I was only under the public system again no disrespect to it but when you've got a lot of complications going on Mm. under the public system you unfortunately don't get one doctor that sees you so you're retelling your story every time every single time and so I found that quite challenging so then when I fell pregnant with Florence I got like a proper endocrinologist and um OBGYN to look after me throughout the whole pregnancy okay um but yeah she let me know that I had insulin resistance as well so I think everything (laughs) pretty much goes to protect the child and protect pretty much stuffs you up. So you're having to take the insulin to over accommodate for the fact that the baby's taking it all of yours and you're not getting anything with Hudson. I didn't have any gestational diabetes or insulin resistance until 10 days before I actually had him. Really? Yeah. So that was i like, I was like, yes, I got there. Mm. At least it was only
0: 10 days and not like, yeah. And I only had
1: to have six units of insulin, which with Ollie, I was on like 45 units of insulin four times a day. And didn't you have to have like, you had the thing in your arm, Right, that was reading yeah, it. That was by choice. I um with floss I had yeah. that. So with Ollie I did the finger pricking. So you oh, had to right. do yeah. that four times a day. So fasting and then after breakfast, lunch and dinner. Um and I just ended up feeling like a pin cushion like it just your little fingers fingers. like you can still see I remember Mum often saying to me I don't know how you can just do that insulin like you're so Mm. good at the start it is quite a um, scary process like Mm. having to prick yourself in the finger and then having to inject yourself with insulin but the more that it goes on it's kind of like something that's just in your head I think Mm, Yeah. yeah and it's actually not that scary and the needles are really really tiny so does that go away as soon as you give birth? Yeah, literally as soon as I gave birth, they tested my sugars and my sugars were completely, they were actually on the lower side. And with him on the lower side, (laughs) he's just staring at me, Um, with him actually on the lower side than they've been before. So I'm hoping that means that I won't get diabetes for life because I now have a higher chance of having type two. Oh,
0: that's the lifestyle one, right? Yeah. Yeah, so wow. once you've had
1: gestational diabetes, you're more likely to have type 2, which is usually from a poor diet and things like that. Right. But when you've had gestational diabetes, it just increases the risk wow. of that. But I actually found out, which I was terrified for, was for my children. I thought they were all going to have a higher risk, and that's actually not the case. So that's good. Oh, oh good. That's good. Yeah wow endo just this is also that?
0: interesting we don't usually like people are probably like do these girls even know
1: their sister <laughs> we just haven't really sat really down and the yeah, terms of it all. yeah yeah exactly you get caught up more in all the joys and the fun yeah, stuff exactly. them, like the baby kicking your belly and yeah. stuff rather than what's gestational day? Yeah. <laughs> and Talk how does it affect you jade
0: <laughs> um so tell us about breastfeeding what's it like how many times do you have to do it
1: So I... Because you didn't
0: really get to breastfeed with the other two, did you? Yeah, Yeah, I feel like you're always doing it.
1: So I... um, Ollie, I had a... um, pretty negative experience I would say Mm -hmm. um and the only reason I'm going to discuss this on the podcast is because I think that women should be very aware that they actually do know their bodies and they should listen to it and not let other people tell them how they're supposed to do things yeah and I definitely let that happen with Ollie and I feel a little bit sad for myself that I did that um, but Ollie went straight into the nursery. We're going to call yeah. it, um, as soon as he was born. Cause he had really, really low sugar levels because of my gestational diabetes and all of my health issues and stuff. So he went straight off to the nursery. Um, and I think he had like sugars at 1.8 and you're supposed to have as a baby, you're supposed to have anywhere above 2.7. So they were really, really low. And so he was straight away fed through a tube. And so he just got formula just on tap pretty much. Um, And so that was his first four days of life. We were just kind of pretty much injecting formula into him to keep his sugars up. Mm. And then he had a bottle um, at other feeds to try and get him onto, obviously, the sucking reflex and things like that. And then we (laughs) attempted to do breastfeeding and that's the hardest one for them. Obviously, a bottle's a lot like liquid comes out a lot easier, whereas with breastfeeding, they really really have to suck suck to try and get it to come out at the start. And he just was not interested at all. And I remember this one point we were sitting in the nursery and um, I was trying to breastfeed and the midwife actually was holding my breast and forcing it into his mouth. and like squeezing it. Yeah, and forcing Ollie's face onto it. And he was scream crying and I was crying. And she was like, "It, it is hard at the start, but you just like, she was being really beautiful about it. Like she was really trying to be helpful. But she was just not picking up that it just was not like, Girlfriend. I don't know how you couldn't have picked that up. But and then I ended up asking her, I was like, can I just bottle feed? Like, this just seems like it's not working for anyone. And she was like, no, breast is best. And I just remember feeling like such a failure. And I was like, I'm forcing myself to do something that isn't working for either of us. Yeah. Mm. And
0: so many people are unable to breastfeed, right? Yeah. Yeah. That is, yeah. And I think
1: it's just, I don't know. Uh, like I, I've, I obviously am a lot more confident now that I've had three kids, but I don't know. I feel like as long as you're a nurturing, loving mother and mm. you're giving them food, who yeah. cares how it gets to them? Like I don't know. I think there's a lot of shame around it. Breast is always best, and I do agree. Um, I That's
0: agree. totally understandable. Breast may be best, but if there's not an option, like yeah. don't make it. And also, don't yell, new don't, mother. Shouldn't yell it in your face, but don't like. Throw that in the face of a new mother that's just yeah. struggling Trying to with do it, it. Yeah. and
1: like, and I just remember Steve like being behind me, and he was like so good, he was like giving me like a shoulder massage and like patting my head and stuff. And she walked away, and he was like, "You just have to do what you want to do, like don't let her talk you into something." Mm. And then after that, we just expressed and I bottle fed, which is like having twins because you sit up and you're bottle feeding, and then you have to sit up to express, so you're technically doing two feeds because you're mm. sitting up for that amount of time. So that is quite hard. I wouldn't recommend it but if that is your only option then just listen to your body and that's what you need to do or just do formula feeding but then with Florence I had a really beautiful experience with her she went into the nursery as well and was formula fed but she was only in there for not even 24 hours and I also was trying to breastfeed her at that time as well and then we went on to breastfeed and then unfortunately mum passed away. And so then I started expressing and mm. bottle feeding her. And then that just kind of... I ended up doing it till your birthday though. So she was like eight oh, months. She was only eight mm. weeks
0: old when mum passed away. Yeah. Yeah. So that was... True.
1: I was um, already having a few problems with her anyway and doing a bottle feed, um, every other feed, because I don't know what happened. Apparently blonde haired uh, well light haired and light eyed people have much more sensitive nipples. Someone oh yeah, that me. makes sense yeah. um, And with her <laughs> why <does> that make <laughs> sense? My pretty sensitive No, I meant because if you have
0: um, <laughs> Lighter going along with things, Lighter, usually like fairer Usually means more sensitive, right? Like if oh, you have okay. fairer skin, you burn easier oh, yeah, and I guess like so that does make sense yeah. yeah, you often have more sensitive skin When you're prone to things like rosacea and stuff more like,
1: Hey guys, <laughs> check yourself when you come at me?
0: I know this stuff I know skin, I might no, not know anything no. about pregnancy by skin. I
1: just there's an interesting fact that when you are pregnant your nipples are getting darker all the time your areolas and your nipples are getting darker all the time preparing you for breastfeeding so that your child can see your breast in the middle of the night like if it's dark they can see where to get to a nipple really how yeah, incredible is did that? you just
0: make that up I did <laughs> <laughs> everything she said <laughs> so far was was like, don't <laughs> <there's> fact check <laughs> any of this stuff guys there's no ge- thing no. called gestational diabetes <laughs> <laughs> preeclampsia is sp- a fake word so made, when I am opinion. saying
1: facts, these have come from midwives and doctors. So if anyone's bullshitting, it's not me. It's the... <laughs> How many times a day or night do you have to breastfeed? Um, so he feeds every three to four hours, sometimes more. Um, so on average, about six, seven, maybe eight times a day. Wow. Um, overnight... He goes a little bit longer. He's doing like three and a half to four hours. I know that that sounds absolutely crazy to people that haven't had kids that you're waking up that often, but it's actually really good for a newborn to be doing that. And he's done that straight off the bat. Hopefully he's going to start extending it soon. But like I worked it out, I'm getting like at least seven hours, eight hours of sleep a night. Wow. For a newborn, I feel like that's pretty good. That's crazy good. I assume that you just don't sleep. Mm. Well, I mean, for Ollie, of course, because I was watching his sugars, I had to wake up every two hours, and that's from the start of feed. So I was getting like an hour of sleep between each feed. But you just
0: went from being so like... When you were talking about Hudson to then talking about Ollie, you just looked exhausted as soon as you spoke about (laughs) it. Really? Like, thinking back on the, yeah. It's
1: funny because, like, I feel like I was not tired and I didn't feel like I seemed tired. I feel like I need
0: to say something because we haven't said it yet. Everyone also that knows Jade and knows her well will say the same thing. She is like the most chilled mother ever. It's she, like you were born to be a yeah. mother. It seems so easy and I sh- i know that it's not. It couldn't possibly be, but she makes it look so <laughs> easy. <laughs> possibly be. Seriously, and with each child you'd think you'd get more tired and more like, oh, my God, so much is going on, and it's just better. Yeah. You, when you rocked up to Easter. I was just about to say, when I you was rocked was up like, to are Easter. are you kidding? She, she had, had her, her tribe that she always wanted, yeah. and she floated <laughs> in with this white maxi dress and she a little was like, headband. She She's like, hi. I was like like did i die are you an angel that's what it was like oh my god you guys are the nicest people and then your beautiful children like these Aryan kids following you (laughs) (laughs) all right what's your favorite thing about having your kids so close in age
1: Okay, there's quite a few things, but if I had to say my absolute favorite, I love seeing like Ollie and Florence right now. Like, they're like completely growing up together and their little relationship that, like, their little friendship. They're really
0: cute. He loves her so much. And especially Hudson, he's like, oh my God, you should sing. And if Hudson makes a noise, he'll be like,
1: baby, quiet. Yeah. He's just, he's a very, very loving um, and protective older Mm. brother for them. So that's nice.
0: You'll love this actually. We were talking to dad the other day. We made him do his five and five and he said that he thinks he's got a good heart or something. He goes, you know, I actually think um, I'm a lot like Ollie. He didn't say Ollie's a lot like me. He goes, I actually think I'm a lot like Ollie. And he goes, I think I was a lot like him when I was a kid. And I was like, like the peak compliment you can give yourself
1: is I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <feel> like, Ollie. <laughs> no, he's a very beautiful boy and that does show that a lot of mum and dad have come through down mm. into him. Yeah. Um, he reminds me actually a lot of mum and dad, mm. obviously. Um, but, yeah, I just love, like, I often sit out here and just watch them playing together in their mm. playroom because we've got, like, our main living dining area and then sectioned off is uh, the oh, best, big, biggest plague room ever. Yeah. It's <laughs> like be a full for on them. proper lounge room that we've mm. just made a playroom because we don't need a second lounge room. So it's just nice to be able to have that option. Yeah. But yeah, I just sometimes sit down and just watch them, and they like go and sit down in their little lounges and drink their mm. little drinks, and they're just like they cheers each other and stuff. It's just the best. Like I, oh, I love that. I know I that. Love how
0: he calls. I know you're trying to train him not to, but I love how he calls her
1: sister. Yeah, it is cute. But I also <laughs> do sister, want him to. Sister. Okay.
0: What's the hardest part about having them so close together?
1: Oh, just your time management. I think it's just yeah. I mean, I I literally have three babies. Like I don't have an older child kind of thing so mm. it's like ollie still is a hundred percent reliant on me most mm. of the time like he, he, he's giving everything a go he's still a little baby yeah but he, and <laughs> just he's just a baby, he's the baby. Definitely getting better like he's starting to dress himself and things like that but yeah so i guess that would be the hardest thing is that they're all very dependent on me and i need to give them all my time yeah mm. and so like if i'm feeding hudson and florence is crying That's where I find it challenging. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Understandable.
1: Like I said, I've said a couple of times, I've been very, very, very lucky with my children. They've all been very chilled and relaxed kids. But I would say that I think Hudson has probably been the hardest adjustment in terms of the whole picture. Like, I think because you've got so much one-on-one time with your first that you can give them all of your time. So you're like, yes, it's a harder transition transition in terms of you don't know everything. So you're learning as you Mm. go. But in terms of actually adjusting to my life, I would say having Hudson's been my hardest because normally I'm sitting in the playroom all day with the kids and we're having a play all day. Whereas now it's Hudson needs to be fed every two and a half, three hours, four hours, whatever it is. And I have to sit in here and I'm feeding him in my feeding chair and stuff like that so that's taking me away from the kids so I would say in terms of time management and everyday life I think it's been the biggest adjustment with Hudson interesting Mm -hmm. I mean definitely I wouldn't change my situation Mm. for the world like every single and every single one of them like the breastfeeding experiences every kind of experience the age difference I wouldn't change for the world like it's just Perfectly suiting my life and what it's I wanted bad. to do. Amazing! Yeah. That's such a good way to finish. Yeah, yeah. but we do have one no more question. The most important question. Mm. For God, where is this going
0: to go? <laughs> when can you start drinking alcohol again?
1: Okay, well, I find this one a very not personal choice because obviously you can't. It's a
0: personal question, <laughs> girls. Do not ask me that. Yeah,
1: out of all the <laughs> questions you asked me, not about my vagina or my nipples. <laughs> But when I can start drinking alcohol. Um, no, I mean personal choice. I mean, obviously, you can't just go drinking a bottle of vodka. But well, I should we try it? <laughs> I have had a couple of glasses of wine since having Hudson. Aww. What was it like? Yeah, it was a vibe. plus did you get lit after the first no, one? I'm like talking like a half a standard glass of wine, kind of. Yeah. Thing. Um, but and like I said, that's a personal choice for everyone. Like some people don't choose to drink until. They're fully done breastfeeding. Or... They're fully done breastfeeding, or they've established a certain thing and they've got like a bigger distance between, like, because obviously you're feeding a lot more regularly with a newborn. But um, like a lot of people drink during their entire pregnancy. I didn't with, um, I only had a glass of wine with Ollie on New Year's Eve. And then with Florence, I don't think I drank at all. I had like tiny, do you remember the tiny little sips of alcohol yeah. while oh, doing the wine yeah. tasting? That was all I had with Florence. And then with Hudson, I had like a couple of glasses of wine throughout my pregnancy. And I think it's just a very personal choice. Mm. And as long as you're smart and responsible with it, like. Yeah. A couple of
0: glasses of wine at a time or. No, or- no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was having a bottle of wine a night. No, like, like look at him. He <laughs> works out fine. He's, He's got a few lung issues, but it's all right. <laughs> no, like as in a glass of wine a couple of times throughout my pregnancy so one glass of wine here and there yeah legit and it was always like red wine like a healthier option, kind of thing (laughs) i really felt like a margarita my entire pregnancy Uh, and i just can't wait the way my doctor said it to me once he's like i'm definitely by no means telling you to have a glass of wine i'm not saying that you should go out and drink but there are things that you are probably eating and being exposed. to. That's what to, I was just about to say. Way worse, especially with Definitely.
0: like a global pandemic yeah. happening at the moment. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. and so even just, just having like a phone in front of you at all times. Yeah. yeah,
1: so I think it's just. I mean, be smart about it. Like, if you feel like having a glass of red wine or white wine, or if you feel like having a, I don't know, a, a, drink a shot of tequila of or a guava not, cruiser. Uh, maybe I mean, I'm not not saying that, but. I think just if you're smart about it and if that's what your body's craving allow you to enjoy the whole experience. I Amazing. Well, cheers
0: to that. Yes. Cheers. I think that's a perfect way to end. Very true. Love you guys. Love cheers. You. Love you. It was so good having you back, Jada. Oh, oh I can't guys. wait to have you on more. Just like your energy and your cute little laugh and everything. Oh,
1: thanks. <laughs> there it is, guys, oh, for you. <laughs> Never laughing into the microphone again. <laughs> oh, well,
0: we loved having you back, Jade, and thanks for giving us all that info because honestly, it was the first time I've heard most of that stuff. Like, yeah, um, crazy. Yeah. I think it's
1: just I'm not like sitting there broadcasting it. Yeah.
0: Oh, and Hudson's ready for feed. Oh, a feed. you How's that yeah. time? He's been so
1: good. All, all right, right, bye, guys. See, see you next, next week. week. See <gasps>